tonight to meet every need in this meeting for body, soul, and spirit. I believe that God's brought you here tonight, but I do want to tell you and warn you that this meeting will affect you. It will affect you. You will never be the same again. Now, not just because you've come here, but the Holy Spirit is moving in a wonderful way. God has been grateful to us and given us a mighty anointing. This wonderful thing started nearly 30 years ago. And the power of God was so tremendous, we just went in the open air, brothers and sisters, those who don't know. And the power of God moved so much that the police had to control the crowds. People saved just as they stood in the open air. They'd had open air meetings for years, but nothing had happened. But a new anointing had taken place, and that's 30 years ago when God started to move in a wonderful way, when old Roberts was quickened, when Billy Graham got it, and you can mention ever so many, a big stream of them. God sent his spirit in a wonderful way nearly 30 years ago. Now, brothers and sisters, it's coming again. It's your turn. These are the last days when God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. And there's plenty of flesh here on, isn't there? <laughs> plenty of flesh here tonight. Well, listen, my brother and sister, I don't mind how you feel in this here. God loves you as much as he loves me. He has no respecter of persons. These are the last days when God said he'll pour out his spirit upon all flesh. When you see all these things happening all the way around us, all these perplexities and all these troubles and strifes, that's according to plan. When you see the Jews going back to Palestine to possess their own land, that's according to plan. And when they're going back there to possess their own earthly Jerusalem, thank God we're going to possess our heavenly Jerusalem. We are going back to our own land as well as the Jews. We are spiritual Jews. It doesn't matter what denomination you belong to. That doesn't concern God anymore. What does concern God is that you and everyone in this meeting, I mean this with all the power in me, as a real born-again experience that you can feel. If you haven't got that, you're not going to heaven. I, I, I must be honest with you. Knowing the terrible Lord, we make our message clear and plain. You must be born again. Oh, I do thank God for this born again experience. I thank you for the joy that's come in my soul. What makes me go is the joy of the Lord. And it's a joy what will make you go too. And that's what these meetings are all about. 
You say, well, it's a bit exciting. It's a bit going over the top a bit, Henry. I wish it would go over the top more than ever. Because we probably don't care for Jesus. We don't care what people think, say. We belong to no denomination. We are free-born people standing for the glory of God. And it's working, brothers and sisters. All over the world, think what's happening here is happening all over the world where men and women will stand for this wonderful freedom. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're privileged to be here tonight and you're going to feel better for coming. Loving Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight and we praise and thank you for every man, woman and boy and girl you've brought together in this little chapel tonight. And Heavenly Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you will move on every heart You'll save every precious soul. You'll seal it, heal every sick body. Lord, you'll baptize them with the Holy Ghost and fire that they'll never be the same again. Because we ask it in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen and amen. Now, if you believe that's true, let us all give Jesus a real hearty clap. Come on. many years ago and the power of God fell but it was a hard job they were all so stiff and starchy but the power of God fell and then they got set free and one young man composed this chorus he set me free my lovely Jesus set me free I thank you Jesus for this wondrous liberty once I was bound with no one to deliver me my lovely Jesus came and he set me free now that's what's going to happen in this meeting tonight. Believe it. Amen. Now come on, you can get the words we've got.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isn't it lovely to be saved, eh? Just one other thing. It's all in the glory meeting, you know, brothers and sisters. The scripture says, the Bible says this, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Well, now, honestly, heaven's a wonderful place. So if you've got some of heaven in you, you should be a wonderful person. There should be a difference in you, in your face, in your action, in your ways. Praise God, because heaven is a prepared place for the prepared people. Now, what do you want to say, Tom? Come on. Here's my wife. Give her a clap. Hallelujah, and they speak. No apologies, just given by the Holy Ghost. And they spake as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hands up, everybody, it's filled with the Holy Ghost. Did you speak as the Spirit gave you utterance? Did you dance as the Spirit gave you, um, what shall I say, a quickening? Yes. Makes me laugh. Did you cry as the Spirit moved upon your heart? Thank God that he's moved upon us last week. I thank God he wonderfully brought us into, into a new, what shall I say, realm in the spirit. And that is what it's all about. As we wept, as we wept before the Lord, I thank God. You know, God reads the heart and we strengthen one another. You know, these are the last days, brother and sister. These are the days when we need to seek the place where you can buy and sell the oil. You know, the virgins... You know, the, the ten virgin, there were five wise and five foolish, and they all slumbered and slept. And, you know, I can just, uh, just imagine those virgins saying, oh, they've been saying he's been going to come for years and years, and he hasn't come yet. But I want to tell you, my brother and sister, this anointing is to, is to issue in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so if you feel God working upon your heart, don't turn him away. Just, just yield your spirit and your heart to God and he'll make you speak as the spirit gives you utterance. Glory be to God. You know, God is real and we'll never get in to that marriage supper unless we lose all our own self, uh, our own spirit and yield it to the living God. Hallelujah. We need, brother and sister, the oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness. We need the oil of joy. Glory be to God. And he's pouring out the oil of joy. I thank God. He has given us the oil and he's given us the joy above our fellows. Hallelujah. There are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of fellows in fact, there are a lot of fellowships about. They'll have everything else. Uh, but, you know, they won't have the oil of joy. But God said this oil of joy will get you ready for the marriage feast. Uh, you know, uh, here down here, we, we shed tears uh, and we have times of mourning. But glory be to God, uh, we're going to, this, uh, to a city where he'll wipe away every tear. Glory be to God. Oh, Oh, hallelujah, 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 you know, he, he, 
you need the Holy Ghost uh, to keep your vision fresh, uh, to, to renew your mind, uh, and to get your mind centered uh, on the things of God, uh, and to set your affections. Uh, and it's only uh, as you utter and as you let the Spirit go within you, uh, can you see a new life, uh, can you be brought up uh, to heavenly places uh, in Christ Jesus. Uh, it's nothing. You turn your faith loose. Uh, it's nothing you can do. You can't work it out, but you no. yield to the Spirit. You Amen. yield to God. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. It's not going to be next Monday night. But glory be to God, as you keep getting filled up with this Holy Ghost new wine, you know, when you've tasted something good and you've bought something and said, I wonder where I got that from. We'll have some more of that. We'll have some more of that. Well, I counsel of you to go and buy where the oil's flowing, where the gold is flowing. I counsel of you uh, to buy gold that's tried in the fire. You'll get tried. You'll get persecuted. But who cares? Because Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Oh, yield to the Spirit. Yield to the Spirit of God. I will pour out in these last days. I will pour out upon all flesh. And I tell you, as soon as he sees one little bit of flesh yielding and turning to him by faith, I tell you, he's more willing to give than we are receive. All our peculiarities, all our little faddies and notions, I tell you, he sweeps them away and he gives you something new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He has passed from death. Well, that's worth something. Just passing from death. That's worth something. The millionaires of this world, what would they give to know that they'd pass from death unto life? And yet Jesus came and he died, but he saw no corruption. The Son of God gave you and I the gift of eternal life and eternal salvation. Your eternal salvation, my brother and sister, is precious. Thank God that we're learning to value the things of the Spirit instead of the things of the materialistic world which we live in. The gods of silver and gold that can't speak, that can't move. And you know, there are folks walking about who are deaf and dumb, just like those, those idols which they made with hands. They've become deaf, they've become blind. There are folks walking about who are blind. You know, we were talking the other night uh, about uh, uh, about being uh, sleepwalking. And you know, there's a lot of sleepwalkers. There's a lot of sleepwalkers in the church of God. My brother, my sister, I'm glad he woke me up. I'm glad he woke me up. I'm glad he woke me up. It's so easy. It's so easy to be lulled to sleep. I tell you, Paul says we have to work out this precious salvation. And it's not an art working out because as you yield to God and take all rebellion out of your soul and all struggling out of your life, I thank God he makes of you one new glorious creature. Hallelujah. Oh, he says, Give them the glory that we have. And we've got it. We've got it. We've got it. Haven't we got it? Don't you feel it? Give them the 
the world. Do you know, he's not praying for the world at this time. He's praying for his precious people. Father, give them the glory. And still he prays at the Father's throne. Still he prays, Father, give this lot of people the glory that we had before the world was. For each generation, he's interceding as our high priest before the Father. He says, and still, Father, there are more to come in. There are more to be filled with the glory of God. Nothing else can keep you. Nothing else can feed you, nothing else can give you to drink except the Holy Ghost uh, whom the Father gave on the day of Pentecost uh, and it's for us in this generation hallelujah hallelujah it will supply your every need, it will supply love, it supplies joy, it supplies righteousness it supplies peace in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah oh I thank God uh, for the gifts uh, uh, of the Spirit they do me good they do the church good and we edify one another but I want to tell you that even Paul saw something greater he says but yet I show you a more excellent way hallelujah I thank God for this excellent way I thank God for the excellent way is the glory way glory be to God I can't help it I can't help it do you know why because it sheds, the, it sheds the love of God abroad in your heart, in your, in your heart, that, that heart that was just selfish and mean and lived for itself and was self-possessed. I thank God, out goes that and in comes the love of Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost makes you love him. It makes you love him. Hallelujah. Oh, love which is shed abroad by the Holy Ghost it dwells in these mortal vessels hallelujah God God is interested in every soul just as if you were the only one in the world he's interested in you he puts he puts you on the map glory be to God oh thank God we've got something to go for to look forward to to grasp hold of lay hold on life lay hold on it brother because this life is in the spirit of God it's in the spirit this life in Christ Jesus hallelujah he knows he knows nothing of death anymore he knows nothing of sorrow anymore but thank God he's risen and with him we're risen we're risen in heavenly places in Christ Jesus he can take you and make you that were not he says you were a people that were not you weren't a Jew, so therefore you were not in that day when the law was being exercised in the beginning. But thank God he called a people that were sat in darkness. He called us to the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You sometimes were without God and without hope in the world. He called us. Hallelujah. To the light. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
I want to tell you, I want to tell you to set your face a splint and go for this Jerusalem. Never mind what folks think or what folks say. I tell you, it, it's yet to be seen what the Holy Ghost can pour out upon a people who are determined to be filled with the Spirit and to be led by the Spirit and to walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, bless God. You know, I believe, I believe it's possible to be, to be led by the Spirit every moment of the day, to just be led. You feel that gentleness. You feel one with God. You feel, you feel such a peace of God which passes all understanding. You know, the spirits in the world would cast you down, would drag you down. Fear not him that can destroy the body, but rather fear him who can destroy body and soul and cast it into hell. Brother and sister, we're up against a, a real enemy, but oh, I thank God that Jesus shall reign. I thank God that we have the greater power. I thank God that he overcame. He overcame so that we could overcome and reign with him in the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever else you do, never lose your faith. Hallelujah. We might reign with him. I thank God because our names are written. There's a record being made in the glory. It's been recorded. Whether you like it or not, this meeting has been recorded. Every part of your life has been recorded in the glory. He's so concerned. Glory be to God for each babe that's born again. I thank God. He sends us. He gives his angels charge over you. He gives his angels charge over you. It doesn't matter where you go. Immediately you're born again. I thank God that Jesus delegates an angel to look after that particular one. Hallelujah. You're not alone. You're not alone. God is with you. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. How can he forsake his own? We're born of him. Born again of the Spirit of God. Born, born, born. Hallelujah. He must be born. We're born. You know, there isn't anybody in here who's born again and don't know it. Because our gospel is so positive. It's so real. We're changed. We're changed. The things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to do, the things I used to desire, I desire them no more. They've lost the, uh, what shall I say, they've lost the bite, uh, they've lost the drawing power, and now it's him that draws us on. Glory be to God. I have set my affections on the things above. Set your affections on things above. I tell you, they pay dividends. It pays dividends to set your affections. The last thing you let go is your affections. You love. The last thing you let go, let them go, and set your affections. Amen. And you know what? If you seek the kingdom of God first, all things shall be added unto you. I thank God that we're in His hands. Hallelujah! I thank God that you're in His hands. 
It's a love which passes all understanding. Somebody said, it's a love that will not let me go. I give my weary soul to thee, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I would that God would just give you a revelation how much he loves you, how much he loves you. The depth of it is revealed by the Spirit of God, hallelujah. The undying love of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. He watches over his church. You know, he that hath this hope, the hope of his coming, which is so near, he that hath this hope in himself, purifieth himself, even if he's as he is pure. Well, the Holy Ghost does so much on us, and it will give us every aid, yet we have a part to play. Lord, Lord, let it go. Brother, let it go, whatever it is, let it go, because it cannot be compared with your eternal salvation. It cannot be compared with the inheritance, with the inheritance which he has for you in the glory. Hallelujah. One day, you know, it says, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go and prepare a place for you. That where I am, they may be also. Hallelujah. You know, you'll be walking down the streets of New Jerusalem and you'll pop into one another's mansions. What for? To have a love feast. To have a love feast. Oh, what a fellowship. Oh, what a fellowship. Hallelujah. And I thank God that that street will be there called straight. And you'll never go crooked again. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. You won't be able to. Praise the Lord.
because we have borne the image of the earthly. You might be of a strong family likeness in, the, in this world to the family you belong to. We shall certainly bear the likeness of his image. Hallelujah. Because we're born again into the fold and the family of God. Because there's one fold and there's one shepherd. Hallelujah. That great shepherd of Israel. I'll be guided by thee. If you just say that prayer in your heart and mean it. He'll guide you from here to eternity. Thou shepherd of Israel. Hallelujah. I'll be guided by thee. Hallelujah. Jesus shall reign where the sun doth his successive journeys run. Shall we all stand and sing the first and, the, and two verses of it, brothers and sisters? Jesus shall reign. Jesus shall reign for this day listen in the early days of revival I'll bring this to your remembrance it was easier to talk about the things of God because the Holy Ghost was moving and every time the saints opened their mouth they had to talk about what God was doing now look my brother my sister I don't want to know what new dress you've bought or new shoes you've bought or what you're having for your dinner or what price so-and-so is. I tell you, if you get filled with God, he says he'll make you witness. He'll make you witness. He'll make you witness. And if you can't witness, then come and get another dose of the Holy Ghost. It's as simple as that. If you 
on the day of Pentecost, they didn't have to think what to say. Peter stood up and out he poured. I don't believe he swatted it up. I don't believe he stood in it. I believe he opened his mouth and God filled it. And if you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you can't help but talk about what God's doing. Talk about what God's doing. And if he's he's doing something for you, you'll tell somebody. And if he isn't doing anything, if he isn't doing anything for you, I tell you, you're in a serious state. You're in a serious state because I know that this is the time to talk what God's doing. Amen. Amen. It It says in the scriptures, this is the stone that the builders rejected. Oh, hallelujah. It is marvelous in our eyes because God, God has done it. And God is doing it. Talk. Talk, 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 get talking, talk, 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 hallelujah, he made you to talk, he made you to talk, he never made, he never made dumb Christians, he made you to talk, Everybody likes talking. Everybody likes talking. He gave you a voice. He gave you a tongue. He gave you an anointed tongue. He gave you an anointed tongue. And it's that that sparks the sparks of revival. Talk. They talked. And 3,000 souls was added in a day because Amen. they talked. The woman at the well. She got something from God, and she got in. Uh, she got a river coming from within her innermost being, and she went and went witnessed, and there was three or four thousand souls saved through her testimony. Oh, oh, God, 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 God. let's get something real from God for goodness' sake. Oh, yeah. Get your mind off your little self. body like Jesus Christ. You'll be able to go through walls and over mountains without any effort. You won't need you won't need any kind of power except that which is given. Hallelujah. You won't need atomic power or any other power. It's the almighty power of God. Hallelujah. 
For the second half of this recording, please turn your tape over. lot of folk and we want to tell you we thank you for coming to this meeting tonight to see us to meet us we like to see what sort of folk we're going to live with in heaven as well as you <laughs> and that's what it's all about some of those people in born again and filled with the spirit that are going in this glorious rapture and there's just one scripture I will pass over to you and then I'd like some testimonies but God impresses upon my heart so much just a scripture here which it really it really hit me between the eyes it really did and I must read it to you and I shall feel free about it because we're in the last days lots of thoughts have been going through my mind about the second coming of the Lord if ever's a message to preach it is the second coming today there's no doubt about it, brother and sister. It's true. Yes, yes. It is the message for the day. Any moment now, bless the Lord. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, Jesus is coming. And he's coming for people that are ready. And I tell you, it really hit me this day. And it's... The word what hit me most of all was this. I tell you. Three words. I tell you. He wasn't speaking to anybody. He's told me. He said, now I tell you. And I'm telling you. 
it is me. I've never heard anybody speak. I've never, but she said, I tell you. Do you know, I've been meditating about the coming of the Lord, and I know it's so near. And the more we come to these meetings on the Saturday night, the more real I know how near it is. Because God is doing something on all of our hearts. He's convicting men who are women of sin and of righteousness and of judgment to come. He's getting prepared for the glorious rapture. And if ever was a time to get your lamps trimmed, brother, get them trimmed here tonight. Con was speaking about oil, and this is what we need. We need oil in our lamps. The five wise, wise and five foolish. In the 13th chapter of Romans, and 11th verse, it says these words. The scripture which God gave me when he woke me up, and he gave me a vision when he woke me up. And this is the scripture which I've marked down years ago in my word. He says, it's our time to wake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. We can think we're going on with God in a measure, but we can be asleep. And if you're asleep, my brothers and sisters, and not in your first love, you will not go in this rapture. Jesus is coming for a bride that's clean, and are looking for his coming, really looking for his coming. Amen. No half measures it too. I can't alter it for anybody. It's true, my brothers and sisters. Jesus is coming. Look what's happening either today or tomorrow. Never been known in history. The coming of the Lord. What is it? Signs of the times. The Egyptian man and the Israel premiers meeting one another. And they're crying for peace. And when it says peace and safety, then shall come sudden destruction. They've never known it. They've never known it. Something's happening in this world. That's why when you come to these meetings, expect something wonderful to happen. Something wonderful should be happening in every meeting where Holy Ghost people are. Believe for big things and you'll get big things. Believe to get a mighty anointing, you'll get a mighty anointing. Believe for signs and wonders, we'll have signs and wonders. It's all your faith and I encourage you in the name of Jesus with every breath I've got in my body to really turn your eyes upon Jesus. I feel I want to shout it out and shout it out and shout it out. Jesus is coming. I've been waiting upon God and he said, now I tell you, and I tell you, and I tell you, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, even piercing asunder the soul, the spirits and the joints and the marrow, and is the zen of the thoughts and intents of the art. That's the word of God. This is not me speaking tonight, it's the Holy Ghost speaking. So I tell you, In the last days, perilous times have come, for men shall be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And shall you come as a thief in the night? And I tell you, I tell you, and this is what I tell you, I tell you in that night there shall be two men in one bed, one shall be taken, the other shall be left. Two shall be in a bus driving down the streets and then England, London. One shall be taken and one left. Two shall be at college for the decision for their own levels. One taken and one left. Two shall be in an aeroplane. One taken and one left. 
Two should be walking down the road, one taking one left. I tell you, in that night, there should be two men in one bed. One should be taken, those should be left. Two women should be grinding together. One shall be taken and the other left. Two men shall be in the field. One shall be taken and the other left. If ever there's a time to get this message over, it is today. Jesus is coming, brothers and sisters. There's no doubt about it. You'll see it's great. You'll see all kinds of things happening in the world. Look at the turmoil. Look at what's happening. There's no safe hiding place down here. Don't you ever go out of your house unless you ask God to cover you under the precious blood. It ain't safe. We're living in a foreign land. The spirit of evil are all been let loose. The only safe place. And that's what God's given you. Sanctuary tonight. Get under the blood. Get filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, man, the good bushy I tell you, brother and sister, I hope it rings in your ears all the way home. I tell you, Jesus is coming. I tell you, Jesus is coming. I tell you, when they cry peace and safety, then shall come sudden destruction. You say, I want one not to do with Henry. No, you'll have to have something to do with it. It affects everybody with breath in themselves. Everybody. It's high time to wake out of sleep. This is a message we've been given through the country for years, wakening people up. Pentecostal people, ministers said, well, I thought I was right, but I'm not, I'm slipping. Bob Sargent, a big man at Liverpool there, doing business with him, he said, good gracious, doing business with him. I told him I need to get nearer to God. He said, I see, I said, he got in top gear. He's in glory now. He got in top gear. The proof that it had affected upon him that he'd gone in top gear is that today, through him getting in top gear and doing something in glory today, there's a Samaritan trust going on today there in Liverpool. Just for us witnessing to him. We are his witnesses. We are up to witness to people and set them free. Praise God. We who've been filled with the Spirit have a tremendous responsibility, brothers and sisters. We can't just go on slap happy. We have a responsibility to not only to God, but our fellow men. I tell you, in that night there should be two in a bed. One should be taken and the other left. What does it all mean? You read the 25th chapter of the, of the of Acts of the 25th chapter of Matthew, and it says the five wise versions of the five foolish. Five are ready and five were. Praise God. Thank you. We want to thank God you're in a meeting like this tonight where we can get ready. Where we can get the glory upon our soul. I believe it's only people who've been glorified going to glory heaven to be out of place in a wedding garment. You must have your wedding garment on. Sometimes I feel sorry in very big meetings. People look proper out of place. It's all right here. I'm no bother here. But, but I've seen it in the real proper out of place. They ain't got the wedding garment on. They do. But this is, this is the time when you get your wedding garment on. Get filled with the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. You don't care what anybody says to you. You've got the joy of the Lord. This is not a hard striving way. Get to know a lot of the Bible. It's nothing like that. It's getting filled with the glory of God. Get filled with God, Bob, and this will say amen to what you've got. I'm glad it's like that because I've got it up here. But I've got it in here. I don't. I don't I've got it here. And that's why I hope for any of you here. 
I don't care how ignorant I want. Yeah, you can have it. It's free. Glory to God. If Henry Stavers can get his hope for anybody, he should encourage you. If you knew what I were like. It's true, my brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And you know, you'll get in a meeting like this, perhaps some of you, perhaps for the first time, so is it right to just get, oh, I'm feeling better. I'm feel- yes, of course it's right. Get into the joy of the Lord. Of course you feel better. This is where the startle people of in, in so many places of religious worship, in, prisoners in stained glass windows, that's what they are. Prisoners in stained glass windows. So far, no further, brother. Come all the way, brother. This is a family affair. Oh, it's Jesus getting his bride ready. Getting excited. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he's getting... I'm sorry, lad. Oh, praise the Lord. It's coming. I say it's a happy job. It is. It's an happy job. I pray God to make you so happy tonight in this meeting that then we'll see you tomorrow and feel some of it from you. Well, this is it, brother. This is it, my sister. It's not a one-man ministry, as my wife would have been in it. And she's got, she's got the gift of tongues. You've noticed it, haven't you? Well, we want more people to have the gift of tongues. And it didn't do da 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 It's a lot more than that. The sound, I'm baptized because I've got a It isn't like that. It's been wonderfully delivered. You'll talk, when you get filled with the tongues, you'll speak some funny language, but you'll talk some real down-to-earth common sense. You will. You'll tell people they must be born again. No messing about. And it isn't a difficult job. It isn't. That a parson said to me, to think I've been to college, and you all know all this, and I don't know about it. I said, yes, but you can't learn this at college. It comes from glory. It comes from glory. It does. Amen. It comes from glory. I tell you that this thing's real. This thing's wonderful. This thing works. We've got a gospel that works. And what I feel in this meeting tonight, I've got some lovely lads and lasses here. I do love you. All of you as well, brother. Nice to see you, God bless you. He's a right lad for it. I tell you, we're all right for it. Yeah. God wants to make able ministers tonight, new men and women, lads and lasses, all declaring the glory of God, raising up men and women filled with the joy of the Lord, with the power of God setting the captives free. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Win something big, brother. Win something real. You get a blessing tonight. You give God all the praise and all the glory. Just one other scripture. I didn't mean to go and speak like I'm doing, but I'm feeling burning in my soul tonight here. Here we are. Now, and, and this is, and this, listen what this glory man said. Listen, this is what another glory man spoke about. And it was a real glory man. When he was filled with the Spirit and declaring the glory of God, he said on the day of Pentecost, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he goes on and he's busted out with it, you know. And, this is that, bless the Lord. Listen, this is a point I want to get over tonight. This is Peter speaking, another glory man, my brother. In the 10th verse of the third chapter, second of Peter, these words, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. 
I tell you, the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also and the smokes, and the works that are there shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in holy conversation and godliness? This is a talking about the goodness of God, talking about the doings of God, talking what, not about one another, but about the goodness yes, of God. Looking, looking for an hastening of the coming of the day of God, when the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nonetheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens. New earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. This is it. If you haven't got a vision, get the vision tonight. We're in something big. We are going to heaven. It is being prepared for us. We shall be all happy people. We shall be happy people. We'll live in love and joy and peace. And our salvation, the only thing that will last, it'll go on from generation to generation, generation to generation. Make sure of this wonderful thing by submitting to God tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wherein, beloved, we look for, for look, look for, look for such things. Be diligent that you may be found of Him in peace without spot and blameless. Loving Heavenly Father, we say a great big thank you for what you're doing on all our hearts tonight. And we ask you in Jesus' name, Lord, that you'll move on every heart now. Oh, God, we pray and claim every soul in this building for Thee. Lord, not only save them souls, but fill them with Thy Spirit, heal the sick bodies, and make them bright and shining lights for Thee. Raise up new men and new evangelists in this meeting who will stand fast in this liberty and declare Thy glory and set the captives free as You promised it would. Oh, God, move upon every one now. We ask it in Jesus' wonderful name. If you can speak in tongues, just speak in tongues for a few minutes. Come on, everybody. Everybody who can speak in tongues, just speak in tongues. If you can't speak in tongues, well, do it by faith. Come on, be filled with the Spirit. Speak in tongues. Let the Spirit give us utterance. Come on, let your utterance come out. Come on, brother. Get, get a deliverance now, sister. Be filled with the Spirit, brother. Get filled with the Spirit, sister. Come on, if you can have it now, just where you are. We can't put our hands on everybody tonight, but the Spirit of God can come upon you just in your seat where you are. Open your big mouths and come on and be filled with the Spirit. Come on, be filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Receive a new anointing. Receive a mighty cream in the name of Jesus. Oh, how am I sick of
Hallelujah. Bonnie Shiver and Come on, boys. Here's our brother. Give him a clap. Bless him. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Henry said the other week, he said, this, this place, although it looks uh, a little bit dilapidated, it can be the new Jerusalem to you. <laughs> oh, glory. And you know, as it's, it's, it's hearing talking about heaven and the new Jerusalem, oh, it just thrills my soul. Because heaven is where your heart is. And if you're not longing for it down here, well, you need to be. And you can be in a glory meeting. Because that's why folks get excited and that's why they do funny things and <laughs> praise the Lord. I'm as nutty as a cricket. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you must you must respond to the spirit as he moves upon you. Oh, I just bless him because he's so lovely. And he's he's been moving in our midst in Sileby. And He's given me a new wife for a starter. Bless her. He's really changed her life and she's a different woman to live with. And, you know, I've been ebbing and flowing for many years and the Lord's, the Lord's really given me something real now. We were singing, my God is real. So real to me. And it's got to be real. It's got to work. It's... We've, well, I've, I've pretended for years and tried to live. You can do it by striving, can't you? And trying. And it's not good enough. Oh, it's when the, when the Spirit of God comes upon you. Well, that, that first meeting I came to here and uh, Chris was speaking. And I don't know what took me out of my seat, but I just felt that going forward and weeping on the floor. And the Lord seemed to take hold of me there. And it did change my life. I, I didn't even know what I'd gone out for. And I was really, the Lord just took hold of me. But while I was on my knees, the Lord said, you've not completely surrendered your life to me. That's why you can't enter in with these folks here. You're still holding on to something of the flesh. And, oh, he really broke me down. And, oh, I wet my socks off. And the Lord... <coughs> Hallelujah. It, <laughs> it cleanses you. Oh, it cleanses you. You can feel clean right through and new and different somehow. Oh, bless the Lord. And do you know, um, we've been saying to one another just lately, keep in the spirit. Keep in the spirit. Because when... First, some of us got filled with the glory at Sileby. We were finding that things were putting us off. And it was mainly people that were Christians that rubbed us up the wrong way. Well, they shouldn't have done, should they? I'm not saying they shouldn't have done, but, but we shouldn't have let it hurt us. Because they didn't mean any offence, but we took it wrongly. And we got out of the spirit. I did, I confess it. And... Uh, We've, if, if, if something, if we feel it rubbing us wrong inside, we must praise Him. And we must glory. And we must thank the Lord. 
because if we start going down and we can get depressed and and your mind can go around with all sorts of things and the turmoil but you've got to let your spirit control your mind and tell your mind what to do because your mind is a city with walls and Satan wants to break those walls down and he wants to come in and he wants to bring in confusion and this is what he's doing with, with Christians but we mustn't let it we must have the gates up and you know what the gates are their gates are gates of praise we enter into his gates with praise and into his courts with thanksgiving and we mustn't stop it we mustn't quench it and we must praise not only in meetings but when uh, whenever we feel like it and, and, and most of the time when we don't feel like it that's just the time to do it hallelujah oh! you know when, um, when David was he did a, a foolish thing he ran away from Saul you know and he went right into the Philistine city, the city of Gil, uh, was it uh, Gilgal or something? And uh, it, when the, they found out that he was in there, and uh, the, when they found out who he was, they, were, they wanted to lay hold of him. But he, he was in a sticky situation, and he knew his life was at stake. And he started to feign madness, didn't he? And claw at the gates, and let his spittle go down his beard. And he was, he was. Um, really on a nice edge but do you know uh, because he was mad um, the king of the Philistines he said you know, I've got enough madmen in my city without you and he kicked him out and he, Paul, um, David escaped just uh, with the skin of his teeth but you know just after that experience he wrote a psalm and it says uh, psalm uh, under uh, 34 I will bless the Lord at all times hallelujah oh my pray his praise shall continually be in my mouth and it wasn't just at the good times when everything was going all right it was when he was near at death's door that's the time to praise him oh well, I just pray that every one of you will have a mighty anointing in this meeting tonight. I just pray that the Lord will move on your soul. The, the first glory meeting I went to, I was feeling very sick. And yet, yet the Lord moved upon me and I didn't understand all that was happening and in my mind I was going to find out about this and that. But the Lord moved upon my soul and he did something and I felt something. And praise the Lord, he's gone on. And he's took me on. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, bless him. I just can't thank him enough. I really can't thank him enough. And as I said, some of us got a little bit discouraged at Sabah, but do you know, the Lord's moving again. He's lifting us up again. And do you know, there's, there's what is it, about 23 of us come tonight. So there's quite a few Sabi folks here tonight praising God. Isn't that wonderful? Praise the Lord. He's doing a real work right where we are. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to leave another scripture with you. It's out of what Henry read about that glory man, Peter, in chapter 1, 1 Peter chapter 1. It says, Whom having not seen, we love. Yet 
though we see him not. Yet believing, we rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Well, you know, when we were getting ready to come tonight, I said to Peter, I say this from the bottom of my heart, if I got an invitation to a royal garden party, I wouldn't be looking forward to it as much as I look forward to coming. And I meant that. And, you know, I thought this too, that if you reached out, if you went to a royal garden party and you reached out to touch her, you'd soon get your hand slapped. But, you know, he can touch you. Just like that, just like that. And he's more than willing to touch you as you come to him. You know, the scripture that's been going over and over and the things that seem to be impressing themselves on me every time I come here is keeping the spirit, keeping the spirit. And I didn't really know how to keep in the spirit. And, you know... I always tell my husband what a, a fortunate fella he is because he's got a wife that absolutely adores gardening. And I spend hours and hours on the garden. And just a little time ago, I went out and I thought I'd tidy up the garden. And I was trying to pull these weeds up. And the blinking things wouldn't come out the ground. And, you know, in the finish, I had to get the fork and dig them out. And I thought, Lord, this is just like my life, isn't it? Stubborn. Some things you get away with easy. Some of the weeds came up. But some of them I really had to get down. And then again, I broke the roots. And you know, I, I love to be in the garden because I talk to the Lord while I'm out there. And I was talking to the Lord about this. And I could see this as my life. There were so many things that had to be given over. But I was stubborn. I was holding on. And not many days later, it had been raining, and I went out again to try to tidy the garden, and they came up, even the ones with great big roots, came up as easy as anything. And I thought, this is it, to be saturated in the Holy Spirit. You know, this, this is what the Lord seemed to be saying to me. You need to be saturated in the Holy Spirit. And, and then... There'll be no striving and struggling to pull away the things in your life that are not good. They'll just come away because it's the Holy Spirit that's doing it. Just as that rain soaked the ground and made it soft and pliable, so the Holy Spirit can do this. And you know, if he can do it in me, you ask the Salby folks, it can do it in anybody. It can do it in anybody. And you know, the last but one time, not the Peterhead time, but the week before when I came here, um, I came, and as every time I've been, the Lord met me. And you know, the Lord said to me, shout. Now, I don't know whether Brother Bob Cotton's here, but you know, I, I, I used to go home and think, oh, that man's laugh. I, I apologize. <laughs> Brother Bob, I apologize. I, I sincerely mean this. I used to think, that man's laugh. 
But do you know the Lord led him to minister to me one day, and as he was ministering, the Lord said, he's free, you're not. That, that's his way of being free. Shout. And do you know, Bill will tell you, I sat on Bill's knee and I shouted, glory, at the top of my voice. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. But Peter will tell you since that day, that, that was the day the Lord liberated me. I've had a little bit of it every time, but that was the night the Lord set me free. Peter, Peter will tell you this. I just had to shout. <clears throat> and you know, if you <clears throat> may be condemning or, or not quite understanding this shouting, um, just take heart from me. I, I, was, I was like that. And I used to think to myself, if they don't shut up, and I couldn't enter into this shouting, I thought this was going a bit too far. But do you know, it was just as though something came in from here right out and the Lord said, this is being in the spirit. And Sister Ruth from Salby, I went to visit her the other day and would my car go? The battery had gone and we stood in the middle of the road and we were praising the Lord. We were praising the Lord because this car wouldn't go. And I said to Ruth, you know, God must have something wonderful, Ruth, for the devil to be at me like this because everything that day had gone wrong. But, you know, as I shouted glory, I got in the car the next time and off we went. It, it's, just been, it's just been tremendous to me to be set free. And, and, and I just encourage you, just, just if you want to be set free tonight, you just listen. You keep in the Spirit and listen to what the Holy Spirit said. And if the Holy Spirit told you to do handsprings up the wall, you do handsprings up the wall. Because it's the only way... You've got to be, uh, be willing to be made a fool for the Lord.
There's so many. There's so many here tonight. There's so many here tonight that, and so many wonderful testimonies we could get up. But there's one special one, and it's Dina. Now, Dina is going to Australia on Monday, or Tuesday, or Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, it doesn't matter which day it's Monday. <laughs> uh, she's going, and she's taking some tapes with her to blaze the trail, and you... Your voice, your singing, the energy you put into that is going to go to Australia. She's one of the first missionaries gone out from Fiskerton. She's been there for... <laughs> been out, she's been out there for 14 weeks. She has a wonderful testimony to back up the tapes. Thank God. I met Gina... How many years ago, Dina? 14. 14 years ago, when you came in a glory way... She's like us, I was a rum lad and she was a rum lass. But God delivered Dina and set her on fire. Now she's going to give a quick testimony for the glory of God. Come on, Dina, give her a clap. Then we're all going to pray for her. Well, I remember the first uh, glory meeting was that I was afraid to step up on the platform because I had a fear of heights and it was no higher than this. But, uh, you know, God has set me wonderfully free. And uh, I found early on in my salvation, Jehovah Jireh, God my provider. And, you know, he's been that all the way along. And everything that I've wanted or needed, so he's supplied. And uh, somebody said to me about something that's going to happen in the future in about 18 months' time. And said, well, they were worrying about me and, and so on. And I just showed them the table matter I had. It says, my God shall supply all my need. And it was many years ago that it was said in prophecy that I would go uh, across the sea. And uh, I just didn't, uh, I didn't think, well, that was 12 years ago. Uh, someone prophesied and said I would go across the sea. And I didn't think that I could, you know, do it. And uh, my parents emigrated, and my brother and my sister, they all went. And I was too heavy at the time. I was 20 stone. <laughs> and I couldn't pass the medical. And I really thought I'd never see them again. And when my mother told me on the phone that they were going and leaving me behind, the whole family, I was absolutely stunned. I'd been saved two years then. And uh, I, I stood in the phone box, and tears pouring down my face. Even Granny was going, and she was 83. And I was the only one left behind out of the family. And uh, it came into my heart, I heard the Lord say, When thy mother and father forsake thee, I shall take thee up. Yeah. And it was about two years later I found that in the Psalms. And I realised, you know, I've always had the voice of the Lord talking to me. He's taught me more, you know, everything that I know about himself, he's taught me. And now he's supplied my need. He's supplied the fare, which is many hundreds of pounds. He's supplied my spending money, insurance money. And now, as I say, I'm going on Monday. I shall get on Wednesday, so Henry was right in a way. I shall step on Australian soil on Wednesday. Yes, yes. 
and uh, I've uh, written out there that they're to find me uh, all the uh, nearest Pentecostal churches to whichever of the family I'm going to be planted with. I'm going all over the place, uh, taking me touring and so on. And I just ask for your prayers, all of you, that I can spread this new and living way through that... I mean, that country, they say they've got everything. They've got the sunshine, they've got the wealth, they've got everything. But from what I can see and from what my mother's written me, that there are not many has got Jesus. There's not many, because, you know, when the living's good, you don't bother about God. It's only when you're down at rock bottom that you start crying out to God, isn't it? So I'm just going to tell them what they're missing. And I just want you to pray for me that I have such a lovely, wonderful joy and glory on me that they'll all want what I've got. Bless you all. At this point, we would like to extend an invitation to you to join with us in these glory meetings. You have heard much on this recording about the soon coming of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. A verse of scripture in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 referring to this great event that is about to take place says, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. We therefore give you a hearty welcome to the Glory Meeting in the Methodist Chapel at Fiskerton every Saturday night at 6.30 and to the Beacon Hill Revival Centre, Beacon Hill Road, Newark, every Sunday afternoon at 3.30. Furthermore, we would like you to know that you can receive more of these Glory Tapes on 21 days free loan by writing to Henry's Revivals 112A, Beacon Hill Road, Newark, Knotts. God bless you all. <laughs>